Hello, and welcome to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. We also want to invite you to attend one of our upcoming events. Our mother-son retreat on August 2nd and 3rd, and our summer college night on August 5th at 7 p.m. For more information about these events, this podcast, and for other resources, visit candygibbs.com. Well, I'm super excited and honored that you would allow me to um, address this group of young people. And I know that there are so many of you in this room that would love the opportunity to stand up here and say to them the things that I know are on all of our hearts. Um, I am so proud of you. And when I look at you, this is funny, you'll realize this when you get older, but when I look at you today, I see you as kindergartners and second graders and fourth graders. And we remember helping you open your milk in the cafeteria in elementary school. We can recount scores um, of basketball games and volleyball games and football games and wrestling matches that still pop up in my dreams at night as we have cheered for you. We are so proud. And so I want to just start by saying, though we are celebrating you guys over the course of this next week, I want you to take the opportunity to say thank you to your parents, to your teachers, to your coaches, to those people who worked in the cafeteria or the library who meant something in your life because you have been raised in an incredible community and in a community and a situation that many young people don't have that same experience and you are blessed because of it. So I want you to be sure that you take time to say thank you because you wouldn't be here without all of these people. And parents, when I was praying for all of us um, this last week, I just want to say, good job. And, you know, I was praying and asking the Lord what he would have me to say to you. And the scripture that came to mind is Psalms 127, 3 through 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. And I wonder how many of us would say, just like a person who's going to shoot an arrow from a bow, there is tension involved. Likely over the last few years, there may have been some moments in your home that there was some tension. But it's good and it's part of God's plan. Because what you have been doing is stewarding the heart of the next generation. You know, the word tells us that above all else, we are to guard our hearts. Your parents, guys, have been teaching you how to guard your heart. They've been loading your life up into this bow and arrow that the Lord entrusted us with. And when we're pulling that back and aiming you into your future, sometimes there's a little bit of tension. And it took a whole lot of strength on their part. But they're about to release you into an incredible destiny that the Lord has laid out for you. And as you enter this time of transition, 
and a season of change, I think it's important for you to remind yourself what is your identity based in. Because some things are about to change, but something that we don't want to change is who you are. So how do I determine who I am? How do I determine what my identity is? So I want to just go over a few things that it isn't. Your identity, who you are, is not what you do. Because what you do is about to change drastically. Because what you've done for 13 years is show up to Bushland School District at 8 o'clock in the morning. And you've gone to practice and you've played sports and you've studied hard and you've been academic and you've had the same group of friends for years and years and years. And if my identity is about what I do, that is changing and it's shifting. And so I can't base who I am on what I do, where you're headed to school, what your major is going to be, what's your career choice going to be. All of those things are wonderful things and they are what you do, but they are not who you are. The second thing that you can't base your identity on is other people's definition of you, good or bad. All of us have had things said about us. Some of them good, some of them bad, some of them true, some of them not true. But the only person's opinion of who you are that matters is the Lord's. And his opinion of you is incredible. He values you. He gave his life for you. He lives inside of you if you've ever accepted him as your Lord and Savior. And it would be a shame for you to leave this community not knowing him as your Savior. Don't leave today if you haven't nailed that thing down. But other people's opinion of you, even if they're praising you, that doesn't define who you are. It is only the opinion of the Father who created you. It tells us in Proverbs 12 too, the fear of man sets a snare for you, but whoever trusts the Lord is safe. Finding your identity in what other people say about you or think about you, good or bad, is like quicksand, and you'll lose yourself in it. And finally, you can't define who you are based on your past. Philippians 3 says this, not that I've already obtained this or I am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus had ma has made me his own. I do not consider that I've made it, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the call of God in Jesus Christ. And what that verse says is forgetting what lies behind, whether it's success or whether it's failure. And something that I know to be the truth, because I have been a part of this, but many, many people have spoken this over you. You are leaving a mark. You have left a mark on my life and my family. You've left a mark on this church. 
You've left a mark at the elementary school and the middle school and the high school. You have left your mark on Bushland America. And I wonder, some of you probably look back, whether you would admit it or not, and think, I'm not real proud of some of the fingerprints that I left. And maybe if I could do it again, I would go back and do some things differently. If that is you, if you have ever sat in an assembly and thought, if they tell me one more time not to smoke pot and not to get drunk and not to sleep around, I'm going to scream bloody murder. If that is you, I want you to know I'm speaking to you right now. Because I will always think that you are worth more than that. I will always believe that the call of God on your life is huge. I will always agree with God's heart, just like Pastor Tommy says, for you. And I will always be in your corner. And then there are those of you who might look back and think, I did some great things. I'm proud of the way I lived my high school career. And if that is you, I want you to know we are behind you. We believe in you. We are so proud of you. And we will always be in your corner. And I want you to remember, because in these next phases of life, there's going to be fewer cheerleaders. It's not because we don't care, but it's because you go on and you're doing the adult thing and there's not a lot of people calling to see how you did on that test or recognizing that you spent three hours working out in the gym that day. And there are a lot fewer cheerleaders in your life. But in those moments, I want you to remember, you are not alone. Those of us who have been with you are still with you. You can always call on any of us to come alongside and encourage you. But you're going to have to find it deep down in here. And you're going to have to start believing that you're called to do some incredible things and that he speaks value over you. We can't base our identity on what we do because what we do changes. So we must base our identity on things that don't change. And the word tells us that God does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Your identity is based in him. We can't base our identity on what is behind us because that's in the past. We base our identity in him and in this moment, he calls himself, I am in this present moment. And finally, we can't base our identity on what others say about us because they don't know our hearts. But we can base our identity on him because he does know your heart. He knows your biggest fears and your deepest desires. And his word tells me that if you seek him, he'll give you those very desires. I want to just declare some things over you on behalf of every parent and family member and fan of you in the room. You have power. You are forgiven. 
You are the righteousness of Christ. You are chosen, holy, and dearly loved. You are equipped and prepared for every good work prepared in advance for you. You are provided for, you are protected, and you are dearly loved. And I hope that you all run this race called life with integrity, passion, and honor. I hope you find love and learn to appreciate successes and failures. I hope that you crawl across your own finish line someday with sweat on your face and dirt under your fingernails. Leave every ounce of gifting and talent placed in your heart on this dirt path. I will always be in your corner cheering with my whole heart. We are counting on you to be great. Thanks for listening to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. For more information and other resources, visit candygibbs.com.